underestimating the Sunbelt East. It's Locked on Sunbelt. You are Locked on Sunbelt, your daily podcast on the Sunbelt Conference, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Dave Schultz back with another edition of Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. Sorry, we're a little tardy with today's episode. Appreciate you tuning in. Uh, we'll talk about I'm, me underestimating the Sunbelt East. Is Butch Jones on the hot seat? And we'll get into more of that later in the week uh, as well. And a quick early preview of week number uh, three. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On College. For $20 off your first purchase. All right, let's talk about this Sun Belt East because the power, I thought, had shifted. I really did. Uh, only based on quarterbacking, mostly, right? We, Todd Santeo from James Madison, gone. Chase Bryce from App State, gone. Who was picked to win the division? JMU. And App State was number two. Grayson McCall, Three-time Sunbelt Player of the Year, a little bit dissed, picked to win, uh, picked a third. And Cam Fancher and Marshall uh, picked a fourth. The unknown was Grant Wilson and ODU, among others. And uh, you got Darren Granger uh, with G Georgia State. Davis Brin was the, the Sunbelt Player of the Offensive Player of the Week. So a lot are underestimated because Troy was your defending champion. Uh, a lot of the guys were coming back, but a couple of the guys weren't a center. Their middle linebacker, another linebacker. They had some holes to fill, and they haven't quite filled them. All right, they are not a team. Gunnar Watson and Kamani Vidal are really good in playing close ball games. They're really good in uh, staying ahead. They're not good in coming back. That is not a forte of Troy. South Alabama. I, I just don't know what to. I mean, you know, sorry to be so graphic, but somewhere along the way, they got to get their butts out, their heads out of their butts, and start playing football again because they are way too talented to doing what they are. Uh, the Cajuns, they got better offensively uh, this past week. Ben Woldridge has been fantastic. Someone said to me, they among the, the nation's leaders in offense in two weeks in, or at least the conference. I, I think it's the nation's leading in offense in terms of what he's done. Uh, we don't know about Southern Miss just yet, right? G.J. Kinney and T.J. Finley come up with a huge upset on the road to Baylor, but then kind of fall a little bit flat uh, to UTSA. Uh and ULM is 2-0, but not a real impressive victory over Lamar. And Arkansas State is, well, struggling. It is, it is what it is. But I thought with Troy being your defending champion, it had shifted over a little bit, right? They destroyed Coastal Carolina. They didn't. I know there was no – I think Grayson did play in that ballgame. He did. He was banged up. But it looked like maybe it was early in the morning. Coastal Carolina wanted no part of that ballgame. Troy was jacked up for it, and they got destroyed. Or they did this. They did the destroying uh, of Coastal Carolina early on in that ball game. And you know, give it give a little bit of credit to Coastal and Grayson McCall for showing up in the second half. They very easily could have packed it in and said thanks, but no thanks. Grayson had already gone into the portal, or will go into the portal. Well, maybe he hadn't been to the portal just yet, but he was going to. He was going to do so just because of a timing thing. Although he did play in the bowl game, they lost that one as well. Uh, but Coastal Carolina didn't want any part of that ball game, and so Troy was your defending champion. And so 
I, I didn't think they were going to be as good as they were last year, but I still think they were going to be pretty good. I thought South Alabama was going to be one of those group of five teams that kind of look like uh, a Tulane, the way Tulane looked against them. You know, could they pull off a UCF? Could they pull off a uh, Cincinnati? All right, they got another shot this week. All kinds of issues with Oklahoma State. You know, talk about, you know, if you got two quarterbacks, you don't have one. They got three quarterbacks. They're playing a three-quarterback rotation at Oklahoma State. Okay, I don't know how you prepare for that, but it is what it is. But I just thought that the power in the conference was over to the West. But that's not what it is, right? I mean, Kurt Signetti had no choice after naming Alonzo Barnett, Alonzo Barnett the third, the starting quarterback. But he got gun shy, couldn't complete a pass with three of 12 for like 15 yards and interception. They wouldn't even call a pass play. Jordan McLeod comes in, settles things down. Jumps out to a big lead, a 17-7 lead. Can't quite add to it. Falls behind 28-17 and 35-24 and pulls out a victory in Virginia. And with all the emotion going on in Charlottesville. And so, again, a super senior. I think he's getting a master's degree in like cyber intelligence. So a really bright guy. Uh, although not the biggest of all guys, right? Somewhere along the way, you'd think that JMU would find a six-foot-three quarterback. But another diminutive guy, uh, but making good decisions for the most part and leading them to victory. App State, you know, they don't have one quarterback. They have two quarterbacks, right? Ryan Berger was the guy, redshirt freshman. He's going to be the guy we're going to, you know, again, just like Zach Taylor and company, this guy's still there, right? He's going to be like uh, Levi Lewis was for the, for the Cajuns, you know, he's starting for three years, although he played for four, maybe even five. And this is the way Ryan Berger is going to be. And all of a sudden he gets hurt in his first game. Joy Aguilar comes in, throws four touchdown passes on 13 attempts, wins that ball game against Gardner-Webb. The defense ain't all that great, but he leads App State into a hostile and fun atmosphere in Chapel Hill and could have won the football game. Very easily could have won that football game against Drake May and in North Carolina. I mean, that's awesome, right? Uh, again, JMU is up there. Georgia Southern is 2-0. All right. And, you know, again, doing a little of this FanDuel stuff, uh, the way you make money is, you know, betting on underdogs. Winning, not covering. Winning. And so, you know, can, can Georgia Southern pull off a win at Wisconsin? Wake Forest is coming in to Norfolk. Can ODU beat them? Are those two great football teams? Now, this is not Southern Miss play in Florida State. That, that, Wake Forest or Wisconsin are neither of those. All right. Now, both teams are big, more than two touchdown underdogs, but they could win. All right. So when you're thinking about putting some money down, you know, you can come away as, as a big winner, but, you know, don't don't gamble more than you, you should. But I think I'm going to, right? Just you never know, right? Duke beat Clemson. I'm one on that. Uh Texas beat Alabama, one on that, although that wasn't that big. That was a touchdown. But still, nonetheless, that's more than a, you know, a, you know, one-to-one a gamble. So I, I am very, uh, I mean, I, I guess I'll, I apologize for underestimating uh, the East. Uh, Georgia State with a nice win over UConn. I'm telling you, you know, don't, don't, you know, take UConn for granted. And they didn't. Um, it's going to be really interesting moving forward because, you know, can one of the Sunbelt teams get some love? You know, South Alabama can still right the ship. 
from the West. If they beat Oklahoma State and they figure things out, uh, we did get some news. Uh, Brian McReynolds is basically out for the year, uh, one of the running backs. And Devin Voison is out for this week. Although I guess we didn't technically get the news on what, what the injury is, which I guess is, you know, what would you say? I guess not revealing. I, I, we don't know what the injury is, but it didn't look good, his knee. I guess he could be out for a, a month or two, but that didn't look good either. So, you know, South, I don't know if South Alabama could turn it around. They haven't looked very good this year just yet. And yet, what if Georgia Southern goes in and competes with uh, Wisconsin? What happens if ODU knocks off Wake Forest? What happens if, you know, Southern Miss takes down uh, Tulane? Do we know if David Pratt is playing for Tulane because as much as the backup quarterback played okay and got Tulane off to a good start against Ole Miss, there was nothing in the second half. They scored a grand total of three points. Score was a little bit misleading because of an onside kick and a, and a turnover. So instead of a 27-20 ball game, it was a 37-20 ball game. But otherwise, uh, you know, Tulane looks beatable without Michael Pratt. So it'll be really interesting to see where we're moving forward. All right, let's take a timeout when we'll come back. We will talk about uh, Butch Jones uh, and how much of a hot seat he is on because uh, it seems to be, at least on my point of view, it does seem to be a little warm, to be honest with you. It does seem to be uh, a little warm. Let's tell you a little bit about game time. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. What are some things you'll like about Game Time app experience? They have flash deals and last-minute tickets. Easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. Image of the seat views that you'll be getting. Lowest price guarantee, event cancellation protection, and job loss of protection. It's the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps and you're all set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKDOWNCOLLEGE for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code Locked on college for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, Dave Schultz, Locked on Sunbelt, your, uh, your uh, Locked on Sunbelt. Yeah, your team every day. There we go. <laughs> I, I forgot Marshall in the previous segment. And what about Marshall, right? They've had a couple of wins and move on, right? And it's a lot more fun and uh, satisfying when you can correct the issues after wins than they are after losses. All right. I mean, Cam Fancher, what are we sitting here? Cam Fancher is eight and one as a starter and we're complaining about Cam Fancher. So what if you have nine or 10 win and move on, get over it. So they look like Picasso's instead of Monet's. Okay. They don't all don't have to be a, a work of art. I mean, JMU's win over Virginia was anything but. That was an insane football game with crazy decisions, missed calls, and a and an hour delay at least. So you win and uh, move on uh, in this ball game. All right, what about uh, Butch Jones? Because we've been talking about this, and again, you know these group of five schools. 
you know, just don't have the cash for a lot of these things. You know, you can't, it's not just firing the head coach. It's firing the entire staff. You got to hire another staff that gets expensive, right? It's, you know, and you know, the Butch Joneses of the world will always be okay. All right. He made a ton of money with Tennessee, probably was paid well at Alabama. He's paid well now. That's not the people I, I concern myself with. It is the assistants, the people who are not making the high six to seven figure deals, uh, not necessarily living paycheck to paycheck, still probably living pretty well, but now they have to look for a job. So I do never, I never advocate for the most part um, to have a coach fired. But there comes a time where, I mean, you got to see improvement. And it's one thing to get beat by Oklahoma 73 to nothing. It's another thing to get beat 37 to three to Memphis. I mean, we're going to get to the point where, what, what's the point? What are you trying to do? Right, because you see turnarounds quickly, right? It's not going to be a fair comparison, uh, but, you know, Billy Napier walked in. He had a lot of NFL talent on the team, all right? Mark Hudspeth probably lost a little bit of control, you know, struggling to find a quarterback. Um, Napier had a makeshift quarterback deal for his first year, but still had a ton of talent, especially in that backfield. Uh, Jamarcus Bradley helps as well uh, as a wideout. Uh, and, you know, they rolled to division titles year after year after year and finally winning the Sunbelt Championship in Napier's last year. Uh, John Summerall, same thing. You know, has some talent at Troy, just got to straighten things out and comes away with a championship in his first season. All right, so maybe not exactly the same thing. And unfortunately, I like Blake Anderson. He's got a great sense of humor and just tragedy has struck his family, you know, all the time. Uh, his wife was getting sick. Uh, passed away, uh, son, same thing, I believe. And, you know, and, and, you know, obviously you lose focus when you're concentrating on your wife and, you know, something's going to take a backseat and the Arkansas state program did. And, and I don't think anyone blames Blake Anderson for that, but that's what happened. And they are barren of talent. And Butch Jones has had a couple of good recruiting classes, right? This is only his third year. And despite that, you know, he's had two really good recruiting classes. Well, so that means one recruiting class is a sophomores and another recruiting class is freshmen. So how much are those guys helping? The thing is now you can, you know, bring in transfers. So you got to be able to do it. Right. Uh, another example is South Alabama's Ken Wabe, right? Won five games his first year. Not great. Competed. Right. Uh, Jake Trotter got hurt and. Um, that's not right. Jake Bentley. Sorry. Desmond Trotter. Jake Bentley got hurt. And so that prevented a couple of wins, uh, but, you know, went one 10 games last year. So in two years, he's gone from five wins to 10. wins. And even if they don't win, they compete, right? They didn't look great against Tulane. And yet it was still 21, 17 midway through the third quarter. Somewhere along the way, Arkansas state's going to have to compete. Now they get Stony Brook this week. Stony Brook is back. They have two losses to FCS schools, which they are. This has to be a win. And I would tell you, win and move on. As I just said, that's all that matters. It'd be nice if they look good doing it. If they get a win, I guess any win is going to be good enough. But they've been, Stony Brook's been blown out twice. And if you win, you know, 28-24, hey, we won. But it's going to not look great in this case, right? So we will uh, talk more about uh, Butch Jones uh, later on in uh, the week. Uh, Jeremy Harper, 
uh, from uh, A State Fan Rules and Fun Belt uh, PC, Fun Belt Podcast, uh, will hop on uh, later on in the week to see how much of a hot seat he's really on. Uh, again, not advocate for firing, but 73 nothing and 37 to 3 is a tough start for the season. All right. Now it's going to get easier, right? We think, but not that much easier. Uh, so they need to compete, right? He's got five wins in two years, now two plus years. So somewhere along the way, that's going to have to change, right? Somewhere along the way, not only is he going to have to compete, but he's going to have to win. And so far, he hasn't come close to doing either one. All right, when we come back quick, early week three preview, uh, and we do have some more Power 5 games and some big ball games uh, to go after, uh, to go over, but let me tell you about FanDuel. As I mentioned, it's a lot of fun. Get ready for the NFL season with incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. Now is the best time to join FanDuel. The app is easy to use and you can bet on everything from spreads to player props and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash on and kick off the NFL season with an offer you won't want to miss. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Tried my hand at a parlay uh, last night, and I got, I got greedy. I got greedy because I saw the parlay was Grant Wilson anytime touchdown and a Stefan Diggs anytime touchdown, and that should have been the parlay. I stuck Josh Allen in there. Oops. So I would have won a lot more, but I didn't win because I got greedy. I saw someone suggested anytime Wilson touchdown, anytime Diggs touchdown. Should have taken my little bit of cash. Would have been nice, but I got a little greedy. That'll teach me. All right. Although in something else, I did win because forget it. I won my football pool because the Jets covered. All right. Even though I picked the Bills. <laughs> Crazy story. Uh, all right. Let's look at the Sun Belt. It is uh, Dave Schultz locked on Sun Belt. Your team every day. Good thing I didn't have a brain cramp that time. So we do know that Georgia Southern is going to Madison to take on uh, Wisconsin. You do have Wake Forest coming to Norfolk. All right. And all of a sudden, you're going from a seven-game losing streak to can they pull off the two-game winning streak? Uh, they That's down to a 14-point spread. I think it was more than that when it opened up. Uh, South Alabama going to Oklahoma State. That's big ball game. The Cajuns playing UAB. So one week, the Cajuns' offense doesn't look good. They score 38 points. The next week, it looks better. They score 31, but the defense gives up a bunch. So we'll see what happens. UAB, a small two-point favorite uh, in that one. By the way, the Cajuns – not the uh, Cajuns. Uh, well, yeah, the Cajuns are a two-point two underdog. South Alabama, a seven-point underdog at Oklahoma State. Wisconsin, a 19-point favorite against Georgia Southern. Again, First of all, I'm hopping on that. I'm hopping on the 19 points. That's for sure. And you put a little bit on Wisconsin, a little bit on Georgia Southern to win the ball game, and you come away with a big win. Also going to take ODU in those 14 points and put a little bit on ODU to win the ball game. Uh, no rest for the Rary. App, App State getting East Carolina. App a nine-and-a-half point favorite, another in-state arrival. That'll be a good ball game uh, as well. ULM is going to get a pissy uh, Texas A&M. I don't think A&M's that good, but I do think they're better than Monroe. But we'll see if they can compete. See what Monroe can do. They're 2-0 for the first time since 2018. They did not play particularly well against Lamar. 
Texas A&M, a 36-and-a-half-point favorite. We'll see if Monroe can put up some points. Good ball game. Uh, the Fighting Will Hall, Southern Miss, taking on Tulane. Tulane, uh, the former home of Will Hall, the offensive coordinator a few years ago. Tulane, a surprising 13-point favorite. That feels off, and we'll have to see if Michael Pratt is going to play. Uh, Georgia State is a seven-and-a-half-point favorite on the road against Charlotte. Charlotte, let's see what they've done. They they beat South Carolina State 24 to 3. They lost to Maryland 38 to 20. So they can score a little bit. I kind of like Georgia State in that ballgame. On the road is tough. All right. Uh Coastal Carolina taking on Duquesne. Arkansas State, as we mentioned, has got Stony Brook. That I mean, that's a must-win. Again, Jeremy does not think that. Uh, Butch Jones is quite on the hot seat as I do, or others might. But if you lose to Stony Brook, it's going to get it's going to get real hot real fast. Uh, James Madison and Troy playing a conference ball game. James Madison is actually a two point underdog on the row. I I thought that had started out as JMU plus uh, or was uh, a minus one. That's gone to Troy minus two. Okay. James Madison averages thirty six points a game. No, I'm sorry. James Madison averages 38 points a game. So far, Troy has given up 37 points a game. All right, you do the math. Texas State going to try and rebound. They get Jackson State. Uh, it, it shouldn't be a trap game. It shouldn't be a letdown game. But Texas State has had two big ball games. Texas State beat, T, uh, beat Baylor and then almost their rival UTSA. Uh, so they get Jackson State. You get Nevada. Again, Jackson State's sitting at 1-1. One and one, Could be looking at 3-1. and one. You cannot trip up against Jackson State. Jackson State, I don't know if we know about them. They took down uh, South Carolina State. They uh, lost to Florida A&M, but beat Southern uh, on the road. So I'll tell you, I don't know much about Jackson State. Obviously, that's where Deion Sanders was. Deion Sanders took a lot of those guys uh, with him to Colorado. Uh, and so they're not bad. And they're certainly not depleted. We will say that, right? They are two and one so far uh, this season. All right. Uh, again, coming up this week we will have again uh jeremy harper from uh fun belt podcast and i think we're going to get landon burton the raging cajun center he wasn't graded out as pro football focus is number one center in the sun belt he got graded out as the best center in the nation by pro football focus we got to put him on he's the brother of my producer Lyndon burton so he will be on the podcast uh, I believe tomorrow and we'll have Jeremy on Thursday and then we will preview um, on Friday. Uh, the uh, I think that's maybe my days are wrong, but we'll preview. We'll go into depth into the uh, preview for week three uh, for sure later on in the week. All right. Uh, thanks again for tuning in uh, again. Big turnout yesterday, uh, especially the uh, the audio downloads. It's been great. Thank you so much. I appreciate everybody who is tuning in and subscribing. Please subscribe on YouTube. It's a big help. Uh, you've been watching and listening. Locked on Sunbelt, your team every day. I'm Dave Schultz. Have a great day, everybody, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.